0: Hello, everyone. Welcome to a similar video that we've done with the boys for the national championships. And we're going to continue the trend with the girls for their national championships. And this video will be taking a look at Vic Metro's national championships in the AFLW side of things. And we're going to go have a look through the top players, how they performed, who did well, you know, that we didn't expect to do as well as they did. And I'm one of your co-hosts, as usual, Nathan Seppi, joined by my other co-host, John Ralph Smith. John T., I'll start by going through Metro's results and then I'll throw to you about how you think they went but they ended up with a two and one in the end two wins one losses they defeated allies in their first game they got beaten pretty convincingly by SA and Lauren Young in that second game that was quite a performance from her and then in the last game uh they won the Victorian battle and beat country in the end but what was your analysis of Vic Metro's championships
1: yeah, my analysis was that it, it was an interesting one. I thought I got uh, a lot of interesting insights out of the out of the first game that they played. They had a really competitive outing and I thought a lot of players were able to really show their weapons in that one and I think speaking to people in the industry that was probably the General consensus that the first game was the one where there was a lot to gain. The second game, although they were able to beat Vic Country and they were favoured to beat Vic Country, it was probably more a series of Vic Country players that stood up and really caught the eye. Yes, there were some obviously from Vic Metro that did what you expected them to do, but it probably wasn't um, as much what they were doing. Um, as much as what it was from a Vic country perspective and then the South Australia game the one in the middle obviously difficult given the adversity that they played through but I will start with someone who really impressed me in the first game and that's Lulu Field from the Western Jets the Jets probably have been a team that have been under adversity at times this year, just with the results that they've had, they've only had a handful of wins. But she's one who I thought in the back line really stood up early and made her mark on the championships and yeah, pardon the pun, but made her mark by taking some really big marks and had that real presence overhead. She was reading cues coming into the back line and when the ball got to ground level as well. Thought she was pretty composed. Her her disposal was really good, and she's one who will play in the under seventeen showcase match at Kinetic Stadium this weekend. And is certainly one that the Jets are really excited about her future. And I think she showed certainly mostly in that first game what she's got, um, and hopefully she's able to build on it in her top eight here.
0: For sure. Well, I'll I'll go to another another Jet in Christy Lee Weston Turner, who we saw. Yeah. A good bit of in that last game against Vic Country, where quite an impressive athlete she is. Just in general, when you take out the footballing ability, but I mean for her size, she's quite tall for the female side of things, and she was very. She's just good. She moves well. She's got great power around the contest. She probably could have kicked a few more, but it was just she, you know, missed a few, kicked a few. Um, But she was just really classy to watch, and you can tell she'll be a real talented player as as, you know as she keeps developing through the year but it was a very solid chance. for I think the game she did play it was you could take so much out of it that's the type of player she is where impact per possession she was doing it but I'm, I'm assuming you were pretty similar on your thoughts with her.
1: Yeah I think so the other thing that's impressive is coming off so little footy for Western for various reasons this year so to be able to come out and show what she's able to do she was just really zesty inside that 4.50 4.50 for the Jets. I thought her her ability to, even if she wasn't taking marks at ground level, she was able to slip through tackles really well. Just looked like she was a class above. Uh, Kaylee Kavanagh from the Calder I thought She had a really consistent carnival and she's probably noted for her defensive presence and her pressure that she brings. She's able to open it up for others and she's not, not afraid to go in and do that defensive side of things. I thought that's exactly what stood out to me in the championships around the midfield. When there were stoppages, she was able to get it going Metro's way consistently, and certainly when the game on, was on Metro's terms, I thought she was having a big say.
0: Yeah, well, she's such a classy ball user, and probably the most consistent. I thought for Metro in the end, yeah. she was. Yeah, I, I definitely would have her as the one that just turned up each game. She was extremely reliable. She doesn't panic under pressure, and and that was definitely helpful in Metro's transition. And she was hitting up some boards with some nice kicks at times. So she was really impressive to watch. I'll uh, move to another northern side of the metro border girl, Ava Jordan, the smallest player on the field. But she was making her impact known, and especially in that first game, she did it really well And against the Allies, and she didn't against country. She was unselfish quite a lot, and that was something that stood out in the first game. Mm. Probably a few opportunities where she could have hit the scoreboard herself but decided to give the hand handball off and release a runner and – more so, she pushed further up the ground against country and was releasing the runner more to allow those yep. inside 50 entries. She had a really great checkside goal in that last game against country that was uh, nice for the highlight reel for her. So it was a, a very impressive champs, and it was probably important for her to showcase that she can match it at the highest level. Yeah, I guess Talent League, I mean, Northern have had a bit of an easier fixture this year in terms of the teams they've played. So yep. they haven't played the high, you know, the more talented teams, I guess. So she did prove it in the championships against yep. the very talented prospects that she can match it.
1: Yeah, and I agree with that. I think the other, the, another girl who I'll mention as well, Gemma Rigoni, I think she's one from Oakley who obviously has been able to be part of a really, really, you know, standout lineup from a team perspective. But what she was able to do for Vic Metro, I mean, even starting with her. Trial game. I think that's where she really caught her eye. I know you've watched probably a lot more of Oakley just through coincidence than what I have, Nathan, this season. But what stood out was her pace. She's able to generate a lot of leg speed and that's able to get a lot of rebound. That's what catches the eye and that's what makes the highlight real. But got that real defensive side to her game as well and she's one who doesn't average a lot of touches I was just looking on the talent league up the other day she only averages 11 or 12 touches a game at talent league level and that's pretty similar to what she did throughout the championships but it's just her ability to impact with those touches because of that pace because she's good through the corridor as well and on transition I think that's where her game really goes to the next level
0: Yeah, 100%, I agree with you. It was a flare through the corridor, especially in the Allies game. That was pretty pivotal, and that's where Metro really beat Allies. In the end, I'll move to another Oakley girl that bought a major, and she's been terrific all season, and she's continued to improve. She'll feature in the 17s game that would have just passed by the time that this video has been released, uh, Emma McDonalds. She's been fantastic, a goal kicker, a natural goal kicker, and her Mm. marking ability for her size, she doesn't have a whole heap of muscle yet which you don't expect for the bottom ages yet, but she out and she just takes marks out of nowhere. Really mm. like the way she does it is so impressive uh, mm. against allies. She ended up kicking quite a few in the end, three or four, and was really Boring. dominant. Four, yep. yeah. yeah. And so impressive to watch. And she doesn't necessarily need to have great leading patterns because even if the ball doesn't sort of move in her direction, she'll, still get it. She'll mark it in under any circumstances. Very. It's a, She's fun, a fun player to watch and she's got a pretty good conversion rate. She kicks her goals. She doesn't miss her chances. A Pretty quiet in, I don't actually know, I don't think she played in the SA game, but she returned for the last game against yeah. country and she did impact in the end and kicked yeah. a few goals. So very good and, and, and great sign for a bottom major to have that much impact in their bottom major year at a champs level.
1: And made the All-Australian team as well, based off yeah. the, the what she showed in those couple of games that you mentioned. Jacinta Hose, uh, worth touching on her. So she played her first game back for the in the last game that Vic Metro played, and she she looked pretty reasonable given the amount of time she has had away. So for people who aren't aware of her, she's an Eastern Ruck, so she's one who is a little bit more raw. She, um, like Jess Vukic, is from the Vermont footy clubs that have grown up Um, in a similar area to each other and uh, have got a really strong friendship. But she's also able to play in other positions. Her goalkeeping composure is something she's worked on through her time off. And there'll be a video dropping at some point where we had a chat to her. So keep an eye out on our socials for that. She did get injured, unfortunately, in the Eastern game on the weekend against Sandringham but the indications are that it's not as bad as what we think. So obviously coming off an ACL injury, this was on her other leg. We don't think this is an ACL. However, we're yet to get confirmation on that and we will keep you updated in due course. But it was good to see her come out against Vic Metro and good to see she's still seen around that area, around that area of the draft, around being that calibre of player, because she certainly did do a lot of impressive things in 2022. So it's good that she hasn't been forgotten by the people that matter. Yeah,
0: for sure, and it will be, hopefully, for her sake, she does get some good run, a good run of football into her at some point in the near future. Another Eastern teammate, Alicia Pisano, who we've seen the potential from her, from the start of the season. She's featured in the AFLW Academy, and yep. she's pretty much on the scoreboard every week for the Eastern Rangers. And it, and it was similar, similar type of games for her, and I don't feel like she had a heap of impact in terms of the amount of possessions, but every time she touched it, she was kicking a goal usually. Yeah, She had a big moment in the, Vic, in the Vic derby where she kicked a nice goal from 50. So yeah. impact per possession. She doesn't always have to get a heap of it. And I think it was a different dynamic for her because usually she's the focal point at Eastern in that forward line, whereas at Metro there were a few others there that were equally as good as her. So it was a bit of a different dynamic for her, but she was still so impressive. We know the capability she has. She's probably got the best kicking technique and probably the whole – talent league competition I'd have to say in terms of the way she kicks the footy she just nails it but yeah an impressive champs what you'd expect from Persona in the end
1: The only thing I'd add to that is, like you said, the kicking technique, and it's something that you've picked up on quite um, astutely, Nathan, in terms of her ability to kick the snap. And I think that comes down to her ability to time the ball. She kicks a snap as well as anyone in the talent league from a girl's perspective. So not only does she kick through the footy and we know how long she can kick it, but when she's on the boundary line, you can never rule her out either because she does have that. Real weapon on her. I'll let you go through some of the Sandy girls that have yep. impressed you. You've seen a lot more of Sandy, and I've got a bit more of a background. So, I'll I'll let you go through the Emily Goffs and and Isabel Bacon type players and and um, Jazz Shepard as well. Emily Shepard. Yeah, well, as you said. Yeah, no, no, no. You were right, yeah, Jazz Shepard. Yeah. But um, three three of these
0: girls: Emily Goff, Isabel Bacon, Jazz Shepard. I want to touch yeah. on three Sandy girls that in the lead up to the championships were playing really good football, and that's what opened their spot in the end. And, and I think all had their moments and had good patches of the champs so I think deserve to be talked about. I don't, I don't think any three played three great games, but they definitely had their moments. I'll start with um, Emily Goff Pretty aggressive in defence, and, and her tackling pressure, pressure was really strong. She usually plays on the wing for Sandy, but did get pushed into the halfback role at Vic Metro, and that's where she was wanted to be seen, and she did pretty pretty well, especially in the Allies game. She held her shape really well, and she was really good moving the ball forward. Isabel yep. Bacon, she's been terrific in terms of a player who just provides second efforts, tackling pressure. She's been doing it all at Sandy level, and then she translated this into championships level. And I thought it was good against SA as well, where a uh, uh, quite – there were quite limited players that stood up in that game, but I thought she was one that did her role really well. She took a few intercept marks. Her disposal did let her down a little bit at times, but she did clean that up and that was just something you take, take a note of players who can fix that, you know, you know, coming out of the halftime break. So she was really good to watch. And then Jazz Shepherd had had her patches, had her moments of, of good football. She was composed out of defensive 50 in that allies game, showed a little bit of it in the SA game. Kicking let her down a little bit, but it was overall pretty good in the end. And you can give them all a pretty good pass mark. They translated it really well, especially when Sandy come into that champs at least. Didn't have a great, yeah. you know, didn't have great momentum going into the champs. So yeah. it's good to see them play well at that level.
1: Yeah, apologies to Josh Shepard getting mixed up with a former Dandy Nong Stingray, Emily Shepard. Hayley McLaughlin, one who really impressed me. I think she's probably seen consensually now as the standout winger in the talent league competition from a girl's perspective. Her ability to run both offensively and defensively, we know how important it is to have a tank. And the, the girls game is really contested at the moment. We do know that having those real players who are able to run contest to contest is really important, but also players on the outside, play a really important role yes they might not get as much of the ball obviously but when it does get out there they need to be able to take their opportunities when the game does open up and i think she's one who does do that she's her ability to run on the outside and capitalize on counter attack is what really separates her i think so i did really enjoy watching her championship she's a she's one from a strong eastern rangers lineup
0: and then another strong eastern rangers player for the last ranger to touch on laura stone uh, she played extremely well in the game against SA, was the clear standout, and, and by quite a bit as well. Yep. In terms of a play that just dominated in that game when a lot of the Metro players are struggling. She was terrific. She was impacting contests. Her tackling pressure was elite, especially in, in defensive transition where SA were getting everything rolled their way. Yep. And then just great burst-off halfback that she provides. She was composed in the defensive 50 as well when the ball, it was quite a, you know, quite a lot of entries in the end with SA going into Vic Metro's D50. And then, yeah, she's just a terrific player to watch and shame we haven't been able to see her at Eastern level at the moment. Hopefully she comes back as soon as possible. She's a great player to watch. And then I'll throw to you for our last play that we thought performed pretty well, Sarah Grundon from the Cannons.
1: Yeah, and I guess just to, sorry, just to finish off on on Laura Stone, she's been outstanding in all thirds of the ground. So yes, she played certain positions for Vic Metro, but wherever she's played for Eastern this season, she's been really dominant. Sarah Grundon, yeah, a Calder Cannons player who is another one in a in a similar vein to. They've got a really good midfield there. Their their top end Calder, and I know we've talked about it internally off record. Nathan is really uh, impressive when you've got your Amy Gailey. You've got. Amy Trindade, Kayleigh Kavanagh, obviously Sarah Grundon as well. So tough around the contest and is one who, yeah, certainly isn't afraid to do the defensive work. And has been a big reason why Calder have been so competitive. Their ability to just scrap and, and stay in the contest for so long against teams has been really crucial. And I think of some times where they have been able to get a little bit of a run on, it's that ability to go both ways and to play team first footy in the midfield, which is, why and I think Sarah Grundon translated those skills to the championships really effectively so yeah, I, I did like what I saw from her. Uh, probably not not quite the standout of some others, but she she was consistent enough. And and I also thought just to touch on Ava Campbell as well. I did like watching her off half back. She's able to take a when she when she does take those intercept marks, they're really important. And she she does have a good kick to be able to gain meterage, which is obviously really important in the girls' game. So yeah, I think she she shows just enough Ava Campbell, and she's obviously got the leadership component to her as well. Was there any others that you wanted to quickly touch on? That that showed bits and parts throughout the championships?
0: Yeah, well just a couple of girls that I thought would be a bit stiff not to be mentioned, considering they had some pretty good moments. Sophie Mackay only played the one game, which is a bit yeah. disappointing because uh, I think she didn't play that last game because of the Herald Sun Shield. That was what I my guess at the time. Don't know if that was the actual reason, but she was really good against SA and probably was one of the best midfielders for Metro in the end. That yeah. just she's just a bottom major. Yeah, so I agree with that, look, yeah. you know, wasn't wasn't Vital that she played in those games anyway. If, uh, Lara I House, just, if
1: I could just add on um, on Sophie Mackay, bottom major. So, yes, yeah. we know limited opportunity, understandable. Also, played a really strong and probably best on her team in the trial games. So, yeah, did her yeah, yeah. prospects no harm because that was obviously a game that was viewed upon really strongly, given the fact they only had three championships games rather than the boys to have four.
0: Yeah, for sure. La- Lara Hausseger, she had a pretty good game against SA. We know her flare-off half-back. She's good with her second efforts. Had some really good moments in that game. She wasn't bad in any of them, but it was yeah. probably just had some quieter games compared to others. But she was had her good moments. And then Sienna Tallerady and her Oakley Chargers teammate was really good as well against SA. Yeah. She's a bottom major. So providing providing the things you want to see from the bottom majors and the champs. So now we've got, similar to what we did with the boys, we've got our personal awards Yep. Well, we've got our MVP, we've got our draft bolter. Now, you know, draft yep. bolter doesn't mean going from 30 to number five. It literally could be from anywhere. You could go from, you know, just literally having your name talked about to just putting your name out there, but it's just yep. anything. And then uh, the best bottom major. Yep. I'll throw to you first, MVP.
1: My MVP, Kaylee Kavanagh, just with what oh. she was able to produce around the contest. <laughs> okay. So I think, yep. she was actually, I think she was actually named the – the official MVP, and I think that's fair. So I think she's the one who was able to always provide in the clinches for Vic Metro. We've spoken about what she was able to do, and I think we're both really impressed with her. And looking at your reaction, Nathan, I <laughs> I don't know what you were going to say, "Well,
0: well, yes, I did choose her." And off, you know, before we started recording, so I said, I, "I can't remember who won it," and I was like, "I'll choose her." She was very consistent, and yes, same reasons as you said. So Kayla Cavanaugh was my MVP. Bolter, I'll start. I yep. thought Izzy Bacon was. uh She she was my bolter. I thought she's done quite a lot to prove that she has the capabilities and traits to match it at the top level. And whilst it's, you know, there's still some things with her her, in terms of skill that need to be tidied up, it's it's just the fundamentals are there. She's tough around the contest. She's just a great person to have on your team, a great player, a great asset, I think. So look, I I hope she's I hope her name's out there in a sense because she did play some good football.
1: And my bolter, in the sense that a lot of people might not have been familiar with her name, is just into hose. So not necessarily as much for things she did through the championships, but just her ability to return, her ability to play a reasonable game in her first match back at any level after 468 days of the championships. Uh, yeah, being a national championships game really impressive, and hopefully that has just kept her name on the radar because she she certainly has been impressive as as we said in the limited time she has been able to play in between that ACL injury.
0: For sure, best 06 player. Mine, yeah. I feel like we have the same Emma yeah. McDonald for me. Hard to go past her. Yeah, to do what she's doing at at, at as a bottom, as a bottom major at this level is quite spectacular, and she'll keep getting better, which is a scary thing in terms of looking at the future and what she'll provide. So, yeah, easy choice for me.
1: Yeah, likewise, Emma McDonald, for the same reasons, her ability to take marks and kick goals is like no one else. And, yeah, I think she'll be one who'll be right at the top of a real super draft next year.
0: Well, that is all. This is part one of our AFLW National Champs review. In the second video, we will look at the country's top players So make sure to look out for that. If you haven't seen it already, thank you all for watching. Make sure to like and subscribe to follow for more content and see you in the next video.